When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Eden special report. Now reporting. Andrew Gunling is such a psychopath. The clock struck six. It meant one thing. Just horse. You're right. It was Nam. I got to give a closer look to Peter's region. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Andrew Gunling. You couldn't possibly understand the hurt. Ah, that's right. Andrew Gunling in. For ENN with the whole gang, which I think is the first time this has ever happened. I've done many ENNs with uh, just Peter and Don or Don and Michael or or any other number of permutations, but I don't think I've ever done one with everybody here. And it feels nice. It feels very nice. Uh, Let's start out by saying hello to Michael. I'm not ready for burial insurance, and I don't need it. And uh, hello to Don. I've had cataract surgery in both my eyes. Hmm. Uh, Hello, Peter. Major League Baseball, where men dress up in tight pants and swing a stick at a ball. Uh, hello to Buster Olney. Wow. And one more hello to Buster Olney. <laughs> he is a ball player. He likes the nickname. All right, guys, here we go into uh, ENN on my final day here with ESPN. Playoff baseball is underway. The Guardians beat the Rays in the early game 2-1. Jose Ramirez two-run shot in the sixth. Mariners leading the Blue Jays. What is it right now? 4-0. Top seven. Seattle on the lead. And in St. Louis. It did not look good for the Phillies in the bottom of the seventh when this happened with Michael K on the call. High drive. Left field. Going back. Schwarber looking up. See ya! A two-run home run! A pinch hit home run! And this place is going nuts! Two-nothing cards! It's you a great... You have felt very good after that, it, Andrew. No, no, I did not. I, I was thinking Zach Wheeler, all that good work, just gone in, in a blink of an eye. He leaves the game and it's gone. Um, but the Phillies were still to be heard from. They trimmed the lead to one in the top of the ninth, and then with the bases loaded, Gene Segura at the plate. Again, the caster on the call. And the 2-2. Punched out. And past the diving. Edmund in the right field. One run scores. Two run score. And the Phillies have come all the way back. They did, and they added more. When it was all said and done, six. Six spot in the ninth for the Phillies. Uh, the Phillies' six runs in the ninth are the most ninth-inning runs by a team that was trailing, entering the inning in, a, in MLB postseason history. Uh, the Cardinals got one back, but 6-3. That is the final. The Phillies come back. They take game one. Great call, wow. Michael. Thank you. you. Exhilaration, Andrew, with the win? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was – you forget because the Phillies, their playoff drought was second only to the Mariners, and now both of those streaks have been snapped with this postseason. But after 11 years, you almost kind of forget what postseason baseball intensity is, where just like the ramp up to every pitch – you feel it, and then to be down, load the bases, come back like that. It was, it was great. It was great to watch. And you know uh, what? You know what? The gods—they uh, work in a mysterious way, Don and Peter. Because Andrew, Andrew's going to be a little sad at the end of the show. 
I was thinking the same thing. But now he's yeah. going to fly home on gossamer wings. He's going to feel so great and not even not even forget that he's leaving us high and dry. By the way, in all seriousness, Andrew, it has to be a real bonus for you, as I know you've not been looking forward to today. This had yeah. to help. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's been, I mean, I was going to say a distraction. I don't want to say that. I've been focused on the show. But like, but a distraction emotionally, I guess, if that makes sense. Totally making up for the fact that at his going away lunch yesterday, I don't know if you know this, uh, Don, Andrew got absolutely plastered. Showed up, <laughs> fell face forward on the board, vomited. Really? Him and Brown sure went out for drinks. Yeah, he vomited on Anthony Pusick. Um, <laughs> he accidentally potted up a call that was from a 911-like operation. Yeah, it was a really tough outing. So Andrew had drinks with Brown sure, so it's the first go-away like, drink-a-thon that Andrew had to pay. <laughs> no, they didn't pay. Although, did you hear Brownshire? Everyone was having burgers over at PJ Clark's yesterday. Right. Brownshire, of course, has a lobster. <laughs> Who no. paid? I think it was on the. St- that was well, ESPN uh, New York. Yeah. That's what's interesting. Oh, see, he's such a. Let's get let's get all. I'm all for bashing, but let's just make sure we do it with Factual. actual sure. stats and proof. All right, he had. He had a lobster salad. It was a salad, and they just threw on a lobster tail right on the top of it. Okay. So it was expensive. And he also had three mixed drinks. Oh. So his so everybody else was conservative with their burgers and their salads or whatever. But obviously the bill Maybe was Maybe had a beer. Well, I don't think anybody else drank. Did Andrew, did anybody else have a beer of no. any sort? No. He was the no only one. No one even had a drink. So nope. he didn't even think about going back to work then. Right? No, he, no, he, he did go he back came to back. work. So he yeah. came back to work loaded. Yeah, well, he was, he, was, he was buzzed, all right? He's an experienced enough drinker that three drinks were not going to clobber him, but he was buzzed. He was feeling it. Yeah, so, it's, yeah it's, it's hard to get a melted candle drunk. So um, oh Ryan Hurley, our program director, pulls out the credit card. Yeah, sure. And Brownshire says, well, is this on the station or is it on you? Because if it was going to be on Ryan, he was going to pay for his okay. portion of the bill. Okay. Ryan wouldn't say. He wouldn't say whether it was on him. He just said, don't worry about it. And now Brownshire's like, well, no, I need to know. He's like, don't worry about it. And Brownshire gave up the fight and said, okay. So he did inquire. I'm sure he really fought. Well, listen, it was alligator arms. But it was. I I have to tell you. I have to tell you. I'm I'm kind of impressed with Brownshire's outing. To stare everyone down as they're all clearly going to be responsible and not drink. And not only have one drink, but have three. He, he showed me something yesterday. So I want to let you behind the curtain, Don, something that you don't know. So you're doing the Ranger game next Wednesday, right? Um, next Tuesday. Then, then, I've got a tr- then Wednesday night I've got to travel okay. to Minnesota. All right, so we were going to take Andrew out for dinner. So then it, it, Peter's texting me, and he goes, you know what, why don't you and I just take Andrew out to dinner and we could do it again with Don when he comes back. I said, yeah, whatever, because I'm going to be in the studio. Sure, I'd love to go out to dinner. And he go, I said, you just, uh, I don't know why I did this, but I said, you make, you make all the arrangements, Clyde. Yeah, you said, I you, called him Clyde. Said, you, said, you said you set it up, Clyde. Right. So then I get, uh, was it this morning when I got, he said, I'm such an idiot, I'm traveling on Wednesday. I just screwed the whole thing up, ruined the uh, whole moment. I'm not happy about it. Um, you just forgot that you were traveling? Honestly, yeah. I just I have the gig Thursday and Friday in LA and I just forgot it. Clown chair. Is a clown chair like it's a clown chair or a clown shoe? No, I think he was No, I'm trying to be Mike Brown shear is now Mike Clown, uh, clown shear. Well no, what he's saying is you're a you're a clown shear. 
A clown sheer. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sure. So Andrew's well, never going to get that dinner, right? No, he is definitely. No, getting uh, you know, he's, well, he's, it's, he's, it's very he's, nice of you. Look, I don't want it to become any kind of like burden or a thing that like you know, no, no, roll no. your eyes at. Like, so oh, that's here, right, here's the dinner. what we'll do, like, Andrew. Let, let's forget these two jabronis. I'm going to take you out around where we live. Oh, oh, that does sound nice. Uh, by the way, can I just throw this out there as an idea too? I, Don might not be that into this. Is a little further for him. If you wanted to do a weekend meal up near where you guys live, I would I would go up. I'd go up on a weekend. Of course, because you're going to end up living there once the kids start coming. <sighs> I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. We continue here with some playoff baseball. We're uh, we're coming up on game one. Mets and Padres at City Field tonight at 8.07. You can hear it right here on 98.7 ESPN New York. Padres won four of six meetings versus the Mets during the regular season. Scherzer on the mound tonight. This is the seventh time he'll be uh, the game one starter of a postseason series. Only 12 other pitchers can say that. Stud. Uh, the big surprise, though, Starling Marte batting sixth tonight. He is in the lineup. Here's Buck Showalter on starting him and playing him in right field. We talked about it. He had a good yesterday. We had batting practice. Actually, a young man that came over in the Naquin trade left there and threw to him and Ruff. We had Tommy Hunter through. Uh, he's been taking some form of that for a little while behind the scenes. We knew it was a possibility, but there's some unknown. You know, I've learned that you know from a trust standpoint when you know it was all over. Uh, Joey and I and he and Curb and Shavi, you know, we talked a little bit. Pretty short conversation where he's concerned when he tells you something. We've gotten a pretty good. You know, he's a guy that we've trusted with certain things over the year. You learn, but who knows? You know, there's some unknown there. Who's 100% this time of year? We'll see. But we do have to. So I think it's evidenced by, you know, where he's hitting in the order a little bit. But you know, I'm hoping that uh, things go well and we're moving back up tomorrow. Uh, I, uh, Buck's not putting him in the lineup and then, unless they're sure. And then, and then I'm rolling the dice and going 0 for 4 with this hey. guy. They must know he's pretty, pretty close to, I, to good. This is just my theory. And I'm not a doctor. I'm just throwing it out there. All he's had to deal with is pain, right? He can't no structural damage. He just has to figure out a way to deal with the pain. He can't close his hand on the bat. They tried batting practice, didn't work. I think they were really holding out hope, Michael, that eventually the pain would go away on its own or medicated, and that he would eventually come, you know, find a way to be able to play without having to get a cortisone shot. Now we're in the playoffs. Now there's no tomorrow possibly, and I think he got the cortisone shot today. Or yesterday, he reacted well to it. The pain went away. Because you can't keep giving them, right? I mean, once you give them, there's kind of a point of no return. You don't want to give it to them during the regular season, and then the pain starts to return, and then you, it's not like you just give them another one. So I think it's strategic. Listen, we're ready to start the playoffs. Um, it, it hasn't gotten better. He still feels the pain. Let's give him a shot. He responded well to the shot, and he's in. How else do you go from a few days ago not being able to grip the bat to now you're playing in the biggest game of the season? That that's my that's my edu- not even an educated guess, complete shot in the dark guess. You know what? I think you could be be onto something because I think you can only get two cortisone shots. You can't get a third. Is that what it is? I, I, I know think you. That's it, it. It's not like you keep giving. It's not like just take you know keep popping Advil. So maybe so maybe that's it. And he responds well to it when the pain starts to come back. If they're fortunate enough to get through this round, and you give them another one, and then eventually you run out because you didn't. As much as those games were important against the Braves, Michael. Did you really want to take the chance in giving him the shot? You lose the division anyway, and now you only got one more shot to give in the postseason. So that's what I think it was. Because who reverses that quickly from not being able to grip the bat that now you're playing? And and from what I hear, he's like hitting bombs in batting practice. 
And Peter, you're going to Peter, you're going to be there tonight, no? I will be in the building at City Field. Very excited. My friend Jim Scranton McGee making the drive from Maryland to be there. Wait, the guy's middle name is Scranton? No, he's from Scranton. Oh. And uh, he's a huge Met fan. I wonder if there's a lot of Mets fans in Scranton. No, it's Yankee Town. It's generally Yankee Town. Yeah. Wonder how that came to be. I think he loved strawberry. Anyways, hmm. um, he's but he, listen. This is a guy. Just so everyone knows, if I'm going to go support your New York Mets, I want everyone to know I'm bringing someone who's a big enough fan that when I called him at two o'clock and said I got a ticket, he's he's a lawyer. He just jumped in the car and drove up straight to City Field. So now is Natalie going too? Natalie is going. Is is Rocky going? Come on. Uh, is is come she on. going? Yeah, of course Rocky's going. Oh, I hope they throw you out. <laughs> they, they can't. That's I mean, really that's, that's my, my ardent wish is that you get there and they go, you can't bring this dog in here. If that There's happens. nothing that indicates to me that this dog is needed. By the way, so when we get off here, are you going to call City Field? See if you can talk to someone in security? I can call Steve Cohen and tell him. Wow. I didn't know you had that axe. Can you get him on Please. the show sometime? Come on. Come Sorry. on. I don't want to infringe on our friendship. I appreciate it. But now you will. No, my friendship oh, oh, with Steve. Friendship with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's coming up, like I said, 807. You can hear it right here uh, after Larry It's going to be on our station. It's going to be on that's our right. station. Love that's it. Right. Ray Rowe. I'm digging the afternoon stuff. It's, it's, it's cool. Had a, I had a regular season hockey game in, in the Czech Republic, playoff baseball. So I love day sports. I, I wanted to ask you about that, Don. Um, hockey started today, and I just have to ask, like, I consider you someone in hockey. How do people in hockey, like in the world, that sphere, how do they feel about the season starting this way? Because as a kind of an outsider, it, it just feels like a weird way well, no, to begin it's, your it's season. It's one of these stupid – I hate when they, all these leagues do it. It's, it's only the regular season because they're playing it in the Czech Republic. And there's still preseason games going on today and tomorrow. Right. But they would. They obviously think anybody in the Czech Republic cares about uh, about baseball. I see. Uh huh. But it's all about just this whole idea of well, we got to sell the sport overseas. So they're sacrificing San Jose and Nashville's home openers to try to sell the sport in the Czech Republic on some pipe dream that in twenty one thirteen there'll be a league in Europe. But to open the, to open the season that way, it just seems like in the middle of the day in a stadium that belongs to neither of these teams. In anonymity? It, yeah, it just feels like well, a Well, it's really... not anonymity. It's, not, it, it's, it's big for the Czech Republic. That's what they're doing. They're trying to sell the sport in Europe. But I'm saying it, it could be big for the Czech Republic if they did it in January or February. Like, I'm talk, like A season opener is supposed to be you. a big event for a sport. And this is just such a strange I, way to start. I, 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 let me tell you something. Did not remotely make my radar that it happened. People will see it like streaming on the bottom line with other scores and just assume it was a preseason game. Little known like, fact, but they're actually changing the name of the country for this game, the Four Czech Republic. Is that true? Well, yeah. That's, that, nice. Can I tell you? One of your best. <laughs> kind of a Dan joke, but it's, it's close. It, 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 this one got, got a chuckle. Uh, let's see. Speaking of American sports taking place in other countries, the Giants and Packers in London this weekend. Good news for the Giants this Sunday. Daniel Jones was not given an official designation on this week's final injury report, meaning he's good to go. He'll likely I be starting. That's why I have the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my Ty- three-point play. Tyra Taylor ruled out after suffering a concussion in Sunday's win over the Bears. 
Uh, but yeah, it looks like Daniel Jones will go for whatever criticism people have him. Toughness is not one so of those criticisms. So did they replace um, Tyrod Taylor on the roster with Davis Webb? Uh, yes, Davis Webb will be elevated from the uh, okay. the practice squad. And, he'll be he'll be active for the game. And Leonard Williams is questionable, so he obviously made the trip. So there's a chance he could play, and that strengthen already a strength on the team. Their defense. And Landon Collins is going there just to check out the phone lines. <laughs> That's important. That's important. Uh, Jets and Dolphins this Sunday at MetLife Stadium. Made some news a couple weeks ago when uh, it looked like Quinn and Williams got into it with the team's defensive line coach, Aaron Whitecotton. Quinnen was on with DiPietro and Rothenberg earlier today, and he uh, he addressed that incident. The way uh, it came off, uh, especially to the media, like we were screaming at each other and different stuff like that. But I look at it like we were just having a loud conversation. And then, like, right after that, uh, me and my coach hugged it out and talked about different stuff like that. Like, football is like a violent gladiator sport. So when you're in that mode, when you're in that moment, getting on the same page um, it looks like an argument, but it's really not an argument. We're just getting on the same page and having a small communication with each other. So you guys can make the best of each other. But every single person on the staff wants the best for every single player on on his staff and everything a player on his staff wants to do their best for the coaches on his staff. I remember back in uh, June 97 when Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield got on the same page. You know, jumped in there and I, just decided to get on see, the same page. I think you can own what happened and still make it not a big deal. Yeah, we were yelling at each other. We were emotional. It happens. It's, it's, not, it's not a big deal. That's Instead the thing. of saying, oh, we were just a little loud conversation. No, he was... He was he was yelling at his coach because he was upset. Now that but that happens. That's not that's not irregular. It's not, I mean you can downplay the how it affected the team, but you can also at the same time own that it happened. That was not a loud conversation. That was him bawling out his coach. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and. Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Uh, Staying with football, you know what, let's... uh... Let's do this. Hey, Seattle. Hey, guys. Russell here. Russell Wilson Watch. Mr. Unlimited. When you're on Easter weekend and your wife is your hair braiding your hair. Yes, the typical boring robot Russell, the one you guys love to know. This is what goes on with you. Let's get it. Uh, I cringe every time I hear that. There's so many new Russell Wilson drops that could probably go in to create another Russell Wilson Watch. What is happening to this guy? He is now, just a couple stats here, he's now 2 of 18, 11% completion percentage on throws into the end zone this season. Uh, He's been completely inept when it comes to squeezing throws into tight windows. When targeting receivers with fewer than three yards of separation this season, Wilson has completed 32% of his passes. Only Justin Fields is worse. He went 3 of 15 with two interceptions on those throws on Thursday. It is. Uh, it's been hard to watch. He was asked last night after the game, "What has to change?" I got to be better. I got to play better. This team, you know, this defense played their 
their butts off tonight. Um, we had some key good drives. We moved the ball, you know, in, in the red zone. We just didn't get to capitalize on some of them. There's some plays there, here and there, that we can that we can capitalize on. You know, we were third and long again too too much. It's always tough on offense, you know, and everything else when you're third and 15, third and 17, this and that. And at the end of the day, you know, throwing two interceptions can't happen. You know, I let the team down tonight. And uh, but the good thing is, one thing I know about myself is I'm going to respond. I don't know any other way. I always believe in myself, always believe in this team, believe in what we can do, believe what I can do. Well, I'm glad you do, it. Russell, because uh, no one else does. That, right that pick at the end of the fourth quarter was it, it was literally it was. Uh, were you watching, Michael? No, you were. You, were you, Michael? Did, Michael had an adventure last night. Yeah, uh, right. I'll, I'll detail it after you end. <laughs> it was uh, it was horrifying that throw. It really was. Also, Andrew, I, I don't want to I don't want to step on your toes, but yeah. do you have a, an interesting NBA story we haven't gotten to all day today? Draymond. Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, so he. <laughs> So Draymond Green punched out his teammate, Jordan Poole, in practice on Wednesday. Mm. Really and then hit him hard, too. He really did. And the reason we know that is because today TMZ got their hands on the video and put it out there for everyone to see. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can't tell – you can't hear it. There's no volume uh, to the video. but So you, you don't know what it is exactly that set Green off, but you can clearly see him throwing a punch after being pushed by Poole. And now uh, the Warriors are not happy. Woj and Ramona Shelburne are reporting – that Golden State are taking, quote, every legal course of action to discover how video of the incident was made public. Sources oh, told so they're not happy about that. that. funny? They're unhappy with TMZ, but Draymond Green's cool. I, did, I really thought it was building up that, all right, now we finally reached the point of no return with Draymond. No. You know, we got to do something about this. No, they're more upset than the video. They, w- they will take some kind of internal action on Draymond, but I, I think he I was reading suspended. he's not expected to miss time this season in, uh, for the incident. That's ridiculous. I mean, you – this is why he acts the way he acts, because he gets away with it. I mean, the guy, just, it, it, it almost had a Kermit Washington, Rudy Tomjanovich feel to it. Here, here's, what's, here's what my feelings were. Stuff like this happens, right? But when there's footage of it, it's different. We all know that. F- footage makes it different. The fact that we've seen it allows us to really gauge how severe the assault was. And the thing is, while Jordan Poole did technically push him first, if you haven't seen the video, Draymond Green cocks back, and it's like it's like a it's like the Roman Reigns Superman punch. He jumps forward, literally leaving his feet. He jumps and connects perfectly. I mean, like Michael, if I was to guess based on the way it connected, you would think it was an injury-inducing punch, jawbreaker. It, it looked it like looked a jawbreaker. Like it looked like that kind of punch. And, and Jordan Poole, I do not – I mean, he pushed him, and then he's kind of smi- – I don't think Jordan Poole ever in a million years actually expected a teammate of his to do that. He was not ready for that punch. And, by the way, bad move for Draymond. Like, I understand the internet will, won't care, and they'll and everyone will say, oh, it's great, he's Draymond. And I, as far as I can tell, Draymond seems to enjoy the Turner money and, and these different things with big media companies. Violently attacking one of your teammates, probably not the best move. Well, but if it's not going to affect him on the court, he's got the support of his team. And I have looked at social media, and there's a lot of people, Poole deserved it, we're behind Dream. It's it's amazing. You're a great player. Nobody wants to see him not play for the Golden State Warriors, so he gets away with it. But the, but the fact that they're more upset that TMZ got a hold of it, it is very funny. By the uh, way, TMZ's yeah. amazing. He gets a hold of everything. It really It's incredible. It is incredible what they have access to. Um, finally, before we get out, yesterday I gave you guys my my kind of like top five somewhat unheralded moments, like sort of random things. I, right. I have one more 
I was I was going to play it yesterday, but it felt like a weird one to me because it's from the show, but it it involves someone who's not from the show. But I just think it's such a funny piece of audio, okay. and I would never have a chance to play it again, obviously. But um, so if you'll give me a sec here, it was when Dave Rothenberg was filling in, and I, I wanted to play this because I think it's the hardest laugh I ever actually had on the show. He was co-hosting with Don, uh, and it was at a point in time when we all knew kind of that there was some crazy in there with Dave when it came to his feelings about the Giants. But this was the moment when it really kind of crystallized for everyone just how crazy he was. He was heavily medicated. He was in a bad mood after the Giants had lost to the Cowboys. He was at the dinner table with his wife. She said something totally innocuous to him. He lost his mind. He dumped vinegar on her computer. Don, do you remember this? Oh, sure. Uh, and then we pick it up from there. You dumped the vinegar yeah. onto the computer. Yeah, but so doesn't stop there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go ahead. So she goes, what's the matter with you? I said, nothing. You want to see the matter? So I, I then, she told me earlier that day that her favorite wedding picture was this one right in front of her. So I, t- I made sure to take that specific picture and, and hoisted it onto the driveway. So the whole thing shatters. At this point, the kids, the kids, <laughs> the poor kids. Are the kids okay? They go, Dad, what are you doing? I said, you want to see something? I've done it. Uh, I'll always associate this job with laughter. That gave me my hardest laugh. I, I that's you want to see the matter. I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know where it, it came it, from. It, it, it's. Um, I tell you what, it hits different now that I have kids. You mean, like, you mean the I, I almost feel jail. bad for laughing at it. The guy should be institutionalized. <laughs> should actually I mean, be arrested. I mean, I, I feel like an enabler, Andrew. That we like we laughed at that story, but really, it's 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 really a shame. Yep, and that's it for ENN. Sad. I think you. I think you. I think we just got him, Don. Yeah, we. Wow. It, and and um, uncontrollable laughter got him. I, I've never, I've never seen that before. That you know that why? Might, that was he, the break. He knows point. what he's going to miss now. He's doing when the you right go to thing. the postal service. There's not many laughs. Yeah, it's not the same. No, we you end up it. like Dave. You work at the post office. Now this really, this is this is sad right now. Well, it is sad. I know. Uh, he could change his mind. Andrew, you there? Let him be. Just let him be. Let him be. Why do you have to be bad? <laughs> no, I, 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 I totally appreciate it and feel this way. It's been a weird. I, as I've been talking about it with Natalie this week, it's like it's hard. You're happy for someone, totally, but like it's gonna have. It's just such an impactful thing for the show. All right, let, just, let's put this in perspective, Don. When I finally retire, how will I leave? I probably with a, a text. No, no, no. <laughs> See you, everybody. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> Skip down the hallway. Yeah, that was a yeah, great 20, I don't, 22 years I, or whatever See, I it don't, is. I don't. You, 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 you're, you've become a crier as you've gotten older. Yeah, that wouldn't make me cry. No, I think uh, for sure. I think you'd get emotional for the same reason that Andrew's getting emotional. Listen, it's, it's, a t- it's, it's family. And you see somebody every day. It's a part of your life every single day. And even though he's still going to be a part of our lives, yeah. you know, we'll still see him and, and, and on occasion and all that, and we'll text Very and stuff. So he's, but um, you know, to not have somebody that you care about be with you every single day, and the reason I didn't want him to cry because I know I'd probably start crying. But it's 
This is by far the toughest. I mean, we've, you know, I've been here from the very beginning. This is the this is the one that's that's going to hurt the most. Well, How come we didn't get emotional when Joey left? Because Joey's a bad guy. I mentioned that <laughs> earlier in the show. I mean, there there were some things that we know he did that people would go to prison for. So I felt bad that he left. But then I was able to ease my pain by thinking about how he's lucky that he's still a free man. Interesting. But that, Andrew is as good as it might. Honestly, in all, all seriousness. Is it, does it get any better than Andrew? No. Andrew's is there a, a flaw? Of the top person. Really good guy. Here's, this, will, this will somewhat ease the pain for Andrew. Just think of the years you produced Lupica's show. No, no, no. Don't. <laughs> Has Lupica called yet, Andrew, to congratulate? Uh, no, but that's fine. Like, I didn't. It's not a thing that I would have expected. Those were those were good, great years as well. Um, see, now you're just being a liar. Well, I'm see, not, I, I'll get to stop crying right now by just remembering. You're also you're leaving us. You're leaving a great job. You're leaving a f- family, but you're also leaving a job that made you put. Uh, a magazine with Kate Upton on the cover, so you wouldn't go on a killing spree. <laughs> that, that is true. So there, you, there were there were times where you could have lost it. So all, all the, true. All the tough callers that you had to say, uh, I'll pass it on to. And I always go to Andrew. What, what are we passing on? He couldn't even tell me because the call was just like because well, so you ridiculous. make me want to relive this, like and, you, like these calls that I want to just shove away. Right. You make me no. Well, tell me, repeat everything that was just said when you're trying to forget a thing. Yeah, well, so I'm just telling you that that, that, that think about that if you want to stop. No, crying. You're right. You're right. Th- there, that will there, make you skip out of the door tonight. <laughs> is there is there one caller, current or past, who you absolutely hated the most? You want to take this moment to just <laughs> crush them. <laughs> He's too somewhere between to indifferent and good. I mean, there there kind of is. Oh, really? I feel mm. sort of bad because I don't. I think it's a caller that's. No longer with us. Oh, perfect then. Then they won't know. Go ahead. I was. I did not find Joe in Staten Island to be a very nice man. I'll put it that way. <laughs> what? He was rude to me every single <laughs> time. Who's talking uh, And that is all I'll say. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. You know what? I, I resent that. There's no evidence to say that he was not a nice guy. I'm not crazy about Rosenberg. <laughs> Why do you have this guy Rosenberg on the show? <laughs> Don LaGreco. <laughs> Let's take a brief time out so Andrew can Please. gather himself. And, uh, Great job, Andrew, with the NN. <laughs> Andrew, Thank you, guys. Best. Great job with the NN. Thanks. And I have a, a horror travel story to tell. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Let, let, let me just lead into it this way. I'm working on 58 minutes sleep. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear this. Kay LaGreco Rosenberg, Gunling and You, right here on Yes. The ESPN app at 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.